Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's in a situation ship. No. It's got the Riz in the heat dome. I don't think situationship is a good term for either of us. I just meant the show. No, like the show. The show is? The show. Like the entity of the show. Who's it's situationship? ROF. Sometimes there's a little crossover. WTF. Nah. The Dave Campbells. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing <laughs> editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, the Prime Minister of Thanksgiving. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi, friends. Happy Tuesday. Tuesdays. Are you going to wear a Christmas sweater? Correct. It's Christmas sweater season. I'm going to see ice today. Oh, we're going Thursday. And I will, tomorrow, maybe here on the show, I'm going to demand a report. Okay. I can do that. I might do. 
today is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. It is 359 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday. Mm. Max. Texas Football Today's own Max Tupper. Happy birthday, Max. Max is two. That rocks. Max is two. Is he in his terrible twos yet? He's in his feral twos. <laughs> he is just... He is a, he, we're start call, like he's said, a we're wrecking start, ball. Start calling him Jungle Boy. <laughs> he is just... Okay, so... That uh, rocks. This is true. Um, he climbed out of his crib... Oh, uh, let's go. Um, no, not let's go. <laughs> stop that. Fight the power, Max. You stop. Do it to Somebody the man. <laughs> no, I've never felt more powerless. <laughs> go uh, get him, Max. <laughs> um, he crawled out of his crib. It was, uh, I think, Sunday. And I'm like, oh, boy. Cause like, what, so here's the full story. Is... Um, it's like 7.30, 7, 7.30. And he's like, he's making some noise on the monitor. But it's like the, I'm waking up noise. It's not a come and get me noise. You know what I mean? It's, he's not crying. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to, I'll go get him five minutes. I'm going to wake up myself. And then. Clearly you waited too long. No, I wait like two minutes. Yeah, too long. And then I hear. Thump, thump. From upstairs. It's a new noise. It's a new noise. And I'm like, that's not good. So I go to the monitor and I look on the monitor and this dude, we have a big like rocking chair in his room. Uh-huh. He's sitting on the rocking chair reading a book. Okay. That rocks. And so I go up there and I go, oh crap. So I open the door and he just goes, hi. <laughs> oh, he, he it's like that. stroking the cat. Like, like I wasn't expecting you. Like, oh buddy, <laughs> we need to have a talk about this. And so what I did was like, all right. Show me. I went and I grabbed him. I put him back in his crib. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he goes over the corner, he hikes a leg, <laughs> he gets himself so he's laying on the top. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Like now, I believe that the thump thump I heard was feet bottom. You know what I mean? That's Which what you're fine. hoping. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just he no wasn't, head. He wasn't crying. You can't hit your head. Yeah, he was. He, he didn't cry. So anyway, that happy rocks. birthday to Max Tepper. I hope you wake up one day and he's like, "Why I oughta?" Like just, right over he's you. Staring at me like, "Hi." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, today. Oh, we already did that. Uh, it's episode seventeen oh five on today's show, folks. <laughs> big show. We're gonna work backwards. Back half of the show, we're going to announce the ten finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year award. Not a fun decision for us, but we nope. did it. Got our 10 finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. We'll unveil them coming up here at the back half of the show. Prior to that, we'll talk to Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, about all things high school football and maybe even a little college football playoff if you're feeling jaunty. Then, but before all that, we're going to talk about the new head coach at Houston, Willie Fritz, and what he's going to bring to the Cougs. We'll have all that coming up here in just a moment. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was 03 Bodied Stepside. Zill 0678, Joey Hill, Daniel Agnew, and Ed McElroy gets a gets an additional bonus here because he put in all caps free Max, (laughs) which I think is a hashtag that we should get trending on Max's birthday. (laughs) Free Max. No, no. keep Max in captivity. No, free Max. No, we do not want a free Max. I want a free Max. That dude, no, he's everywhere. (laughs) Might be here right now. All right. Okie dokie, Pickle. Let's talk about the goings-on in the third ward down there in H-Town as the Houston Cougars have hired Willie Fritz to be their next head coach coming over from Tulane. We talked last week about the Dana Holgerson experience and the Dana Holgerson, um, what went right, what went wrong, 
with Dana Holgerson and how we more or less kind of diagnosed the issue. And I think that one of the issues and maybe one of the core issues that led to Dana Holgerson's downfall at Houston was a culture issue within the program. I think that that is something that is fair to say that there was more than just the wins and losses on the field. It did not feel like there was a cohesive and positive culture within the Houston program. Is that a fair assessment, would you say? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's an issue. That's an issue moving forward. Uh, those, Those types of things, those are not separate. Winning on the field and a positive culture are not separate. They are intertwined, and one may argue that they inform the other, mm-hmm. right? Well, and especially when there's, if you take a look at like the state of Texas in college football as a whole, it, there are times, and obviously it ebbs and flows, but there are times where there's a lot of just football-loving coaches, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily say culture is everything, and then there are times when there's a bunch of culture is everything, guys, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're in the time where between Joey and Jeff trailer and all of them it's Rhett like Lashley, Rhett Lashley Dykes, coach yeah. like culture is everything in those programs even yeah. Steve Sarkeesian he yeah. said it on the college Sarkeesian. football playoff things the other day and it's like so when you have one outlier it's mm-hmm. it's obvious so Dana Holgerson's gone and they have gone in a very different direction and they have hired Willie Fritz to be their next head coach Willie Fritz has been the head coach at Tulane for the last five years? Is that right? Oh, no. Last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years. I apologize. The last eight years. One thing about Willie Fritz, right off the bat, that is, it, that is very different from the conversation we had yesterday about UTEP hiring Scotty Walden. Scotty Walden is the youngest FBS coach in Texas. He's 34. Willie Fritz is right now the oldest head football coach in Texas at 63. He will turn 64 before he coaches a game That's for crazy. Houston. He is the oldest coach at BS. And so that is, in, in, a, in an era where they have been hired, it's been a lot of young hires, right? Mike Elko's in his 40s, right? Um, a lot of young hires. This is, on the other end, this is an experienced coach. This is a guy who has skins on the wall. And the skins on the wall are impressive, At his last four jobs, Willie Fritz has won a conference championship. Mm -hmm. That has got to be a class that does not take long to call roll. He has won, he has won consistently, and he has won everywhere. Okay? He won at Tulane. Before that, he won at Georgia Southern. Before that, he won at Sam Houston. Before that, he won at Central Missouri. Before that, he won at Blinn. He won two national championships at Blinn. It's probably where he got his... That's really where he got his start, back in the 90s, back at Blinn. And that kind of belies another issue, not issue, but another feature, I would say, of Willie Fritz's value to this job. He's not a, he's not a native Texan. He was born in Kansas. Mm-hmm. He didn't go to school in Texas. He went to, went to Pittsburgh State in Kansas. He's a Kansan. However, starting in 1984, he had a stretch of about 10 years, longer than that, really, where he called Texas home. Mm-hmm. And he has, he has a history within 
this state. He was the coach at he was a GA at Sam Houston, but after that he went and was actually a one year assistant at Willis High School. Mm-hmm. Go Wildcats! Before he went and he uh, took a couple years at uh, a um, Kansas back home in Kansas at a community college. Then he goes to Sam Houston as a DB coach. Gets a head coaching job at Blinn, leads him to a pair of national championships. Gets a head coach at Central Missouri, leads them to the uh, a couple conference champion, a couple of conference championships, and uh, and and rankings and and the playoffs. He goes to Sam Houston, leads them to two Southland Conference championships. He gets his first FBS job at Georgia Southern, leads them to a conference championship in his first year. He then moves over to Tulane. And Tulane, it's important to remember, Tulane was not some powerhouse. Mm -mm. Tulane was a relative football afterthought for a long, long time. And he came in. And won a New Year's Six Bowl? He won a Cotton Bowl. Yep. Against USC, who is a perennial powerhouse. And went to a pair, went to three, I think three, conference championship Championship games. games. Yep. At Tulane. Here's what I'm driving at. I can't tell you what kind of scheme Willie Fritz is going to run. In many respects, he is like Joey McGuire in the sense that he is a schematic chameleon. Mm-hmm. He is a guy who's run a number of things. At Georgia Southern, they run the triple option. Mm-hmm. Right? The one thing I will say that is a that is a through line is that they're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They're going to run the ball about 60% of the time. They're going to run the ball a fair amount, and Willie Fritz likes to run the ball. But schematically, this is not a schematic ideologue. This is not a guy who says, we are a wide-open spread offense. We're going to go five wide and spread it out. He's not a, he, he made his, his bones. His, you know, he's a defensive guy, so he'll have more eyes on, on that. But he's been a defensive schematic chameleon as well. Mm-hmm. Plays a variety of different defenses. Houston is hiring Willie Fritz because he is a program builder. Houston is hiring Willie Fritz because he is a culture builder. That's what he brings. His advantage, what he brings to this job, is what I presume the powers that be at Houston felt like was missing with Dana Holgerson. Dana Holgerson's schematic guy. He's an offensive guy. This is a program builder, a culture builder. He is going to be a guy who wants to remake the culture, not remake, but but strengthen the culture within Houston football. And that is why he's here. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I think that that is a positive thing. Oh, yeah, especially because, yes, they were in the Big 12 this year. I understand that. But let's be honest. The Big 12 is not what the Big 12 is going to be next year. It's going to look different. It's, it's going to look different, different from everybody. I think that everybody gets a clean slate next year to say, all right, here we go. We're going to step up as the power, mm-hmm. whether that be TCU again, whether that be Baylor or Tech or Houston now. They needed that clean slate. Yes. I think Willie Fritz ticks a lot of boxes for Houston. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, when he was at Tulane, he was still recruiting a lot in Houston, right? He's got ties within this state. He is a guy who is going to have relationships within this state and especially down there in the Houston area as he was recruiting to New Orleans, right? 
that as well as the culture part of it makes this in my mind the that if i were you know i'm not in these meetings when houston is high, discussing who they want to hire i think that is what put him over the top the experience that he brings the winning pedigree that he brings as well as the cultures that he's built Mm-hmm. and the relationships he has within the state of Texas. I think that is ultimately why Willie Fritz is the new head coach of Houston. Well, and I think, too, from a Houston perspective, just as an athletic department as a whole, there I know that we talked about Houston being a saturated market when it comes to fans and getting people to buy mm-hmm. in and all that stuff, but I think their basketball program has proven that oh, when yeah. you have a University of Houston athletic program mm-hmm. that – has a culture to it that goes out there and wins, those fans do show up. Me, we haven't seen it in a long time, but those fans will show up. Let me make a let me make a suggestion here. And this is not unique to Houston, but I do think that it is especially true of Houston. I I've heard people say that Houston is not a, a it's not a college, it's a pro sports town. Mm-hmm. It's a pro sports town, right? It's it's not a high school sports town, it's not a college sports town, it's a pro sports town. That's yeah. what I've heard. I think it's I would push back. <laughs> Here's what I would say. Houston is a winner's town. Mm-hmm. Houston is a town that when you win, they'll show up. When the Astros were dragging butt mm-hmm. for years, no one was there. Th- nobody was there in their pro sports team. Mm-hmm. When the Texans were really bad, you could get tickets for like 50 cents. <laughs> right? When the Rockets, and I think they're still They're still bad. They're still kind of bad. Uh <sighs> I haven't paid a ton of attention to this year. <laughs> They're not selling it out. No. If you win, they show up. People will show up. They're, I mean, they're, you can't get single game tickets to their basketball games. Mm-hmm. They're sold out. Mm-hmm. It's all season tickets mm-hmm. in the Fertitta Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great hire. Plain and simple. I think that this ticks a lot of the boxes that Houston was looking for, and I think that they identified what they thought, what they think is the problem, which is a culture problem within the Houston. And there are f- there are very few people who have the pedigree that he has, not only as far as on field wins, but as far as culture building is concerned, mm-hmm. as well as ties to Texas. I think Willie Fritz makes a lot of sense. There you go. Houston has a new head coach. I think, too. I think two of his daughters live down in Houston. So he oh, was really, really pumped about that. That's kind of one of those off-the-field things that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got... So now we've replaced two Danas mm-hmm. with a Scotty and a Willie. That, I'm... We're only talking namesake here. <laughs> Seems like an upgrade. <laughs> Just saying. That's, 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 these are facts. <laughs> Do we have any... Is that... So now we have a Dave... We have a Willie. We have a Scotty. We have a. I'm going through it alphabetically. Yeah. We have a um, Baylor Houston Rice is um, is a, a a Mike. Mike. SMU is a Rhett. TCU is a Sunny. Steve. Texas is a Steve. A and M is a Mike with two Mikes. Mikes. Double um, Mike. A um, and M. Texas State is a is a GJ. Yeah, that one's there's the oddball. Yeah, GJ. What is Texas, what is his actual Texas name? Texas Tech is a Joey. Uh, it's Gary. Joe. Gary, yeah. Gary Joe, because um, Gary's another four-letter. I think he's Gary Junior. Maybe it's funny because it's a lot of four-letter basic male GJ. names. Yeah. Okay. Gary. Oh, we're going through it. Hey, Texas Tech. This is fascinating. Joey. Content. UTEP is Noah Scotty, and UTSA is Jeff. Uh, a Jeff. It's all four-letter 
Wow. Basic names. Is, is Willie Fritz the longest or name? Or Steve. Well, no. no W-I-L-L-I-E. That's six. Scotty and, and Willie are Yeah, the, the new longest. guys. Wow. Just a bunch of Daves. <laughs> <laughs> We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com coming up here in just a moment. We'll find out what Craig Way thinks about high school football. Does he like it? Let's find out. But first, a word from these goods and services. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world. Delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest. It's fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash texasfootball. Again, that's wing.com slash texasfootball. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. It's Tuesday, and actually, this, might, this might be the last one of the year. No. We're pleased to be joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, the host of the Craig Way Show, 2 to 4 p.m. on AM 1300 The Zone, and a man coming to us, I believe, from his truck on the way to the airport. We're pleased to be joined by Craig Way. Mr. Way, how are you? I'm good. Not quite yet in the truck, oh. but going to leave soon. Are, are you more pleased that you're pleased to be joined by me or more pleased that this is probably the last time? Uh, no. Pleased to be joined. Pleased to be joined. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Just yes. want to make sure. For sure. That's okay. Before we get into football things, I want to talk about what you did this past weekend. Because 
and, and I don't know what you did Friday. Maybe you had something on Friday. But I know that Saturday into Sunday was amongst the most insane stretch of, of work that I think I've ever heard anybody do. Can you take people through what your weekend was like? Well, um, it was, you know, you have things on a list that you, you, know, you kind of <laughs> knock out. And, um, I, I drove up on uh, Friday uh, early afternoon, morning to early afternoon with uh, my wife, Linda, and we went straight to AT&T Stadium. And I did my regular daily show that you mentioned here on Sports Radio AM 1300, The Zone in Austin. Mm-hmm. I did that from 2 to 4. Uh, and then uh, we went to the hotel. We actually had a nice dinner together and all that sort of thing. I got up about 6 in the morning on Saturday, and we went over to Jerry World and prepared for and called the Big 12 football championship game on the radio with the Texas Longhorns beating the Oklahoma State Cowboys to win the Big 12 in their final ever year in the Big 12 and all that that entails and the uh, celebrations and all that stuff. Got off the air with that um, about 4.15. Uh, Zip back over to the hotel, changed clothes, then went over to the Bally Studios and and Gary Reasons and I called South Lake Carroll's fifty-six to seven demolition of of uh, Byron Nelson Saturday night, and then you and Aaron Hardigan and I did uh, scoreboard live Saturday night. Uh-huh. Got back to the hotel uh, between twelve thirty and one, I guess, and then we were back out of the hotel at eight a.m. and drove down to Austin, and then called the Texas women basketball team with their 12 point and at times dominant performance to beat perennial giant Yukon in front of a sellout crowd that beat them 80 68. And it was the, uh, it was, it was definitely uh, an impressive win for them. And it was the first ever win for Texas over Yukon. They've gone 0 and 10 against them all time. So that was pretty important. And as we speak right now, I'm getting ready to head to the airport and I'll fly to Milwaukee with the uh, Longhorn men's basketball team. They play Marquette. That's right, the same Marquette that's coached by Shaka Smart, who used to coach Texas. That'll be tomorrow night in the Big East Big 12 battle. And then we do it all over again with this weekend with football with Liberty Hill and Fort Natchez Groves Friday night on Valley Sports Southwest. And then Saturday we do the scoreboard. Aren't we Aren't we also recording a state championship preview show on Sunday morning, yeah, I think it yeah, is? I think it's Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, tis the season, right? Oh my God, Lord! That because that was the thing that really put it over the top for me. Because you've had busy Saturdays, right, where you've had to do Texas yeah. and then go and, and and come up and do scoreboard. But the addition of calling a high school game and then like the 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 real under the radar part of it was the fact that you had to call a massive women's college women's college basketball game on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Okay. I hope you slept well. That's all I'm saying. I hope you you're getting uh, you're getting sleep. I got a little I got a little bit of sleep Sunday night. So yeah. so we're okay. I'm, I'm we're, we're good to go. It is state semifinal weekend uh, across the state of Texas, and so there are 40 UIL 11-man Texas high school football teams left, not to mention Westbrook and Gordon, as well as uh, Oglesby, a first-timer, and Benjamin, who are already through the state championship games. My question for you, Craig, of the 40 teams that are left, and I might have asked you this last last week, and maybe your answer is the same, of the 40 teams, which, which are you most surprised that we're talking about this week? I continue to uh, stick with Brownsville Veterans Memorial, and I'm going to keep standing by. You made a really good point. You know, uh, we were talking about the deepest run they'd ever made. Actually, right now, 
it, it ties the deepest run as you you researched Brownsville Hannah in 1951 but I think for context here that was in the years of an 18 bracket mm-hmm. so they won one game to get to the final four uh, it's safe to say this is more th- this year more playoff games have been won by any Brownsville ISD school in the history of the school district that's a safe thing having won four games to this point can they win a fifth I don't know uh, is Smithson Valley so solid. Uh, what a great job Larry Hill does with that program. Uh, it's going to be it, it's going to be a difficult challenge, no matter how it turns out. It's a great, great story, and and the irony was not lost on you that they came back to win that game over Corpus Christi Miller last week. Did that's Memorial, and here they are playing in Miller's home stadium this week against Smithson. I think that's the number one story in the state. Uh, and and I asked you about this. I think there's some other intriguing stories uh, this year in the state. Uh, one of them is Sunray, who you had your eye on early on. Uh, the question is, can they can they do it against Albany uh, this week? I think that's an interesting story. Obviously, Gilmer's a shocking win, the way that thing unfolded in overtime against uh, Carthage. And then and then the other one has to be, I know it's we've taken them for granted maybe, and that's amazing to consider about a DIST team, but here's South Oak Cliff. They won back-to-back state titles, and look it up, here they are in the Final Four again. So those are three that really stand out to me. Talking Craig Wade, the Texas High School Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Craig, we may not talk again before the state championship game, so I do want to make sure we talk a little bit about the two games that are set, uh, with Westbrook taking on Gordon in the 1A Division One state championship game. That'll kick it all off Wednesday morning. Uh, uh, I believe you're going to be on the call of that, uh, as well yeah. as uh, 1A Division Two with Benjamin back to defend their crown uh, against against Oglesby. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to dig in and do, some, do my research on, on these games and what I find most fascinating about I think both of these games is for all we talk about uh, six man football and high octane offenses and the wide open spread and these these you know 70 yard touchdown runs back and forth basketball on turf Craig I'm looking at these two six man games and I'm like are these going to be two defensive slugfests because it seems like for, for almost all uh, basically all four of these teams you could make the real argument that the defense may be the the superior part of their teams. Yeah, uh, what you had a thirty-two to sixteen game last week. Have that. It kind of reminds me of of doing some six man games uh, in the nineties, where uh, I had uh, Whit Harrell uh, winning over Milford, and I think it was like a thirty to twenty was the final in that. And and you know there there are some games like that. I think Westbrook we've seen all year long have defense. Gordon is really impressed with what they've done. Uh, Coach Reed, of course, a disciple of Nelson Campbell, and those great Gordon teams of the 90s. Uh, Oglesby, I know, has surprised some folks. Benjamin just crushes people, so they get a lot of points normally, and then, but their defense is getting stopped. And by the way, what is this, year seven, year eight for Grayson Rigdon? I mean, I, it, it, it seems like I've been calling his game for – he's a senior now, I'm sure. So uh, it was from him winning a state title, uh, you know, at Strawn, and now being at Benjamin, it's pretty impressive to see. Uh, quick fact check on Craig Way. He is not a senior. He is a junior. So enjoy it. I've been calling his game forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's forever. Been, he, he's been winning. He's been winning state championships forever. Yeah, there there are some yep. guys that uh, that now you, they show up again. You're like, man, Caleb Bailey's starting to feel that way for me at North Shore. Like he's a junior, yeah. but like you're like, oh no, you started a, a, a state championship game as a freshman and, and won it. So uh, Decorian Moore, Decorian Moore's up there too. But golly, you feel like I've been talking about him for 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 half my life. Jack Kaiser. 
Oh yeah. Oh man, Jack Kaiser. Yeah. There's there's a number yeah. of these guys that are lodged in my frontal cortex. Uh, he's he's Craig Way. He's a Texas Tech Wall Hall of Famer. All right, Craig. I am going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Uh, we are about to announce the ten finalists for the Mister Texas Football Player of the Year uh, award, and it's decided by the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff. Uh, the reigning Mister Texas Football uh, Terry Bussey uh, there at Tempson. Um, we we talk about it as a staff. I know I've I've talked to you in the past about about it just to, to gauge your because you're a, you're a person whose high school football opinions we really value. Uh, if you if you had a vote for the Mister Texas Football Player of the Year, is there one guy that stands out to you that you go he would get my vote? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. There's 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 too many guys I think who are still out there playing right now. And I want to see how the West Coast uh, projections come in. You know, this is <laughs> this the this is the part where you hit the, the the late night thing. You know, this is where we need Steve Karnacki, You know, pointing up and down the board, going, you know, uh, you know, if you take a look at this, you look at Jack Kaiser here, but he's got it. You know, and you, you look over here and you see DJ Bailey, and you you look over here. I, I mean, there's several, I think. Mm-hmm really good candidates on that so i don't know how you guys are seeing it yet and you guys ultimately have to make the decision but i I would not be able to make this decision this week it's time for the the rudest thing we do to each other uh believe you're going to do it to me on your show a little bit later it is the uh uh, it is gonna give you three games state semifinals there's only 20 of them so uh, you have to teleport you get to teleport to one of these three games are you heading to and actually you know what yeah uh, are you heading to Two o'clock Saturday at Allen's Eagle Stadium as DeSoto takes on South Lake Carroll. Are you heading to Abilene on Saturday or Friday evening to watch Gunner versus Canadian Volume Seven? Or on Thursday in Vernon, uh, a little bit of a businessman special, five PM, as Stratford takes on Toller. Which of those three games are you teleporting to? Wow. Uh, and and you left off Brock Malakoff. I did, I'm, I'm, which I think is just going to be. Here comes that phrase, taffy pull, uh, on that one. But um, I would probably go Stratford Toller. Mm-hmm. I uh, I saw the, the computer as it was a one point to maybe a Toller favorite. Uh, Stratford has just been so impressive what they're doing, and Toller has been steamrolling people. And talk about defenses as well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'd probably pick that one. I really would. I, I think South Lake Carroll DeSoto can be, to use your, to use your word, pointy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I would probably lean toward Stratford. And, and by the way, Canadian Gunner is just, you know, <laughs> you just punch your ticket and go back. Hey, see you next year. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's good theater every year. No question about it. He's Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. You can hear him on AM 1300 The Zone in Austin, 2 to 4 p.m. on the Craig Way Show, as well as you can hear him on the call of uh, Texas and Marquette basketball tomorrow. And you can see him uh, calling uh, Port Nature's Groves in Liberty Hill on Friday on Bally Sports and then on High School Scoreboard Live Saturday night uh, as we get ready for the state's uh, wrap of the state semifinals. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, get some sleep. Hey, we'll look forward to it. You guys take care. All right, there he goes. Craig White, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, for his, uh, probably his final visit here on the... Sad day. For 2023, right? Because, like, we're not going to have another Tuesday show. No, we do not. So, there you go. Bye, Craig. Sad, sad, sad. It's okay. You can just text him whenever you... Or if you just, if you just miss him, now you have his phone number, you can just call him. Yeah. He'd be happy to talk with you. Not me. Yeah, but I like when the people get to hear Craig. That's true. I do, too.
anyway, we appreciate Craig Way, as always. We are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider going to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. If you want an hour and 45-minute podcast of Matt Stepp and I talking about all 20 semifinal games, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. How's that for a pitch? Yeah, that Pretty works. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe makes a great gift as well. All right, Pickle, one last thing to do today, and it's uh, kind of a big one. Very big one. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the leading publication for all things football in Texas, and the Tax Act Texas Bowl are proud to announce the 10 finalists for the Mr. Texas Football High School Player of the Year Award presented by Kroger. Mr. Texas Football annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Fans can cast their vote as to who they believe should be named Mr. Texas Football now on TexasFootball.com. Voting will end Monday December 18th at 11.59 p.m. We want to say that so we don't... Midnight gets weird. Uh, 11.59 p.m. Monday the 18th and will be announced prior to the Tax Act Texas Bowl, which will be played at NRG Stadium in Houston on Wednesday, December 27th, 2023, pitting the Texas A&M Aggies against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Former winners of the award include guys like Kyler Murray, Johnny Manziel, Jonathan Gray, Jacquez Rogers, Spencer Sanders... Garrett Gilbert. Most recently, Timpson's Terry Bussey took home the award in 2022. It was a tough choice, as always. It was brutal narrowing it down to 25. Imagine how hard it is narrowing it down to 10. Oh, it's so hard. So we have come up with our 10 finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. They are as follows. Umble Summer Creek linebacker Xavier Atkins. DeSoto quarterback DJ Bailey. North Shore quarterback Caleb Bailey. Timpson athlete Terry Bussey, Hutto quarterback Will Hammond, Alito quarterback Hoss Haney, Lake Belton wide receiver Micah Hudson, Willis quarterback DJ Lagway, Sunray quarterback Armando Luan, and Benjamin athlete Grayson Rigdon. There they are, the 10 finalists for the 2023 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. Uh, Houston DFW, Houston East Texas, Central Texas, DFW, Central Texas, Houston, Panhandle, and Big Country. There it is, the 10 finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. You can vote now on texasfootball.com as to who you believe should be the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. A reminder, it will be announced prior to the Tax Act Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium on Wednesday, December 27th. So there you go. There's our 10 finalists for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. I don't know who we're going to pick. <laughs> it's This is the most impossible thing that we do every single year. It's brutal. It's brutal, but somebody's got to do it, and that person is us. So, yeah, that's how I'm going to go. <laughs> now let's go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, just a reminder, scheduling throughout the week, uh, we will have a show every single day this week, and then um, our state hub should be, mm-hmm. our goal is to have that up by noon on Sunday, and then Monday, 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 Monday will be the huge uh, state preview show yes. on TFT. So lots to get excited for, but stay tuned to TexasFootball.com because we are going to just flood the zone. We're, we're working on our state preview already. Um, Sunday at noon, we are targeting targeting to have our entire state preview up textfull.com slash state we're not we don't and i think people know this by now but every comic book is somebody's first 
we don't do it out piecemeal. Mm-hmm. We we wait until the whole bird is cooked, mm-hmm. and then we just give you the whole bird. Yeah, and I hope you'll check it out because we're forced to listen to Tepper talk for like way too much that Saturday. So mm-hmm. if nothing else, do it because you feel bad for us. Yes, um, it is a. I'm going to record twelve pics videos plus. 12 other videos plus 12 other videos plus 12 other videos i forgot about those videos uh it's a lot of talking plus there's tep and step there's four episodes of tep and step next week you don't have to edit those though i don't that's the one thing that i'm glad i don't have to edit are you gonna listen to them yeah i always do so it's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbell's follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbell's and of course see us at texasfootball.com thanks again to craig way the texas high school hall of famer for being our guest for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please can get your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow on texas football today 